Hey, Pat. Um, obviously, we saw the news about uh, James Bradbury, how he's going to be out on Sunday. I mean, right now you only have one active cornerback on the roster. Obviously, that'll change before Sunday. But how much of a challenge is it losing a guy like James, who's been especially important to your defense this year? Oh, it, you know. You know, the thing about this game, and you get used to it over the years, you know, you lose guys, whether it's injuries or other things. It's definitely going to be tough. With James will be missed. Um, but, you know, he's in meetings in terms of, you know, over Zoom and, you know, staying active and staying um, involved. So it's going to be tough, but we got to adjust, you know, because I know this. Here's the problem is that Cleveland doesn't care. So we got, <laughs> you know, they, they could care less. And we got to get ready to go. So, you know, like that's that's on us to figure it out. But I know this, the players will rally behind it. I know um, James will be um, pushing for us and cheering us on. So it's a, a unique challenge, but um, not unique. Let me stop saying it's not really unique, but um, it's a challenge and we're, we're ready to go face it. Or we're and working towards it. You guys, you guys obviously it. have a couple. You guys have obviously have a couple safeties in like Logan and Julian who have experience at corner. Like, does that make it a little easier to stomach when you have guys who can play those multiple uh, spots like that? Well, it's, I don't know, but it, it helps to have flexibility, you know, and have versatility um, on the back end. So that's definitely a bonus. All right, Patrick. I don't mean to diminish the physicality of any other game, but it seems like this one is really going to be a uh, kind of a buckle your chin strap uh, game against against the Browns. Uh, are you looking at this as you know, you, you guys talk a lot about toughness and physicality. Is, is this going to be a good barometer for where you are in, in those terms? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you talk about their, their offense. Um, again, that's what I'm dealing with directly. Uh, their offensive line, I mean, these guys are big. They're physical. Um, probably, I mean, again, I'm not trying to diminish the, the merits of the teams we've seen before, but arguably one of the best O-lines we've seen all year. Um, and it's going to be a challenge. The Titans are willing to block. The thing that stands out to me, you know, with Chad O'Shea, the um, wide receivers coach, um, pass game coordinator, I mean, these receivers are going to block too. I mean, that's always been a trademark of Chad. You know, we talk about being a people league, and you can see Chad's toughness showing up in those receivers in terms of them blocking. You know, you get, you, I like the ID when there's a point of attack wide receiver, but they all block. I mean, they all block, 11, 80. They, they're all blocking. So, you know, that's one thing that stands out. And then from there, you get the quarterback getting them in the right checks. You know, you could see him really maturing as a as a um, as a signal caller back there. He's getting them in the right checks. I think I said it before. I wonder if there was a stat for quarterbacks to get him in the right call for the run game because that's pretty unique. Um, you know, like you know, you saw Peyton Manning, those guys, Eli, those guys would get those guys in the right checks for the run. And then, last but not least, are the backs. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about guys that don't go down on first contact, guys that play tough. I mean. Chubb, to me, I, I would love to meet this guy post, post game or something. Just the, I, I love his demeanor. I love the way he carries himself. It's pretty, it's pretty impressive. Him as a player, uh, Hunt's a dynamic player in the run in the pass game, and you know they they do a good job. And it's definitely going to be a barometer to see whether we could handle the physicality. And you know we're working towards that challenge today. Dali. Hey Pat, uh, following up on what. Following up on what Zach asked, I know you don't want to give away too much of your scheme, but what are your thoughts generally on, on pulling from a strength to cover up a weakness, like moving a safety to cornerback? Does, is that something you would do, or does that just open up another hole if, say, hypothetically you were to move Logan from the spot he's playing really well at? Well, see, the, the thing about defense, and again, not to be – hey, just think about it like this. Just if you think about it, whether it's positionally or – you think about what we're doing on each play. There's so much field to cover. So 
whatever coverage you call, you're pulling from a weakness to play for a straight. You're trying to you're trying to guess right, really. You know, as you try to defend the field. Really, no different when you got when you have injuries and you have to move around the pieces. Like you know, again, that's up to us as coaches. Um, you know, from the direction of our head coach, from the direction of position coaches, what's going to be the best fit for whether it's a certain play, personnel, situation. But I don't really think of it like that, Ryan. Like whether it's drawn from a weakness, but like playing defensive football, that you're, you you're you're trying to hedge your bets on most plays, anyways, because there's so much field to defend. We can't defend it all technically, all 53 yards across. But like, you know, so that it's kind of the same thing, if that makes sense. I'm not trying to talk crazy. I mean, that's, that makes sense. It does. Hey, Pat. Uh, how much has, have you, you know, played Rod Logan uh, as a, like a boundary corner or even, you know, McKinney so far? I mean, even just talking even in practice and stuff. Obviously, we didn't see him in the how, game. How often have we played him at corner? Yeah, I mean, have have you been willing to do it? I mean, how, is it something that they're familiar with even? Oh, I mean, yeah. I think I think they all pride themselves. You have to ask them, but, like, from practice, Jerome does a great job. He's always thinking ahead on situations. Like, what if this happened? I mean, you know, kind of, we kind of talked about it before. We have to think ahead like that, especially during this COVID era. You know, we you don't you don't know what's going to happen. So all those guys have rotated through corner safety, whatever it may be. And I think Jerome does a good job of thinking ahead from the direction of our head coach. You know, sometimes I get caught up as the coordinator and the X's and the O's, and I forget like, oh, and I'm like, why is so and so out there at corner? Oh, that's what we talked about in the beginning of the year. We got to be thinking ahead so it's not a surprise when it comes up. So and also about you speak of the COVID era, how concerned were you when you heard Jason tested positive that? You know, could extend to you and, and possibly more of the staff. Um, I, I have faith in our protocols and how we keeping each other safe here. And you know, I mean, the funny thing is, once you, when you're in it right now with the football deal, thankfully, unlike a lot of people, unfortunately for them, like I'm kind of in a normal mode. Like we're being safe, like they, they're asking us to follow the protocols. And when we hear something, it's like, okay, you think about it, you hope everybody's safe, and then you move on to the next thing. And I was thinking about red area, <laughs> you know. So you, the, the 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 thing you're thinking about is you hope everybody's safe and their families are safe and everything. But from there, I, I feel safe about the protocols and what we're doing here with the Giants. Pat Leonard. Hey, Pat, connected to that same question. Yeah. So, you know, you hear about or can you walk us through what it was like finding out that he was positive and what you had to go through there to confirm everything was OK? And then my second question. Yeah. And then, Sorry. I, my second question would be also, even though you test negative yesterday, does is anything linger in your mind that you could test positive tomorrow and miss the game? And well, I'm sure Joe will talk about all this stuff, the specifics of it. I mean, I, I am, Pat, I'm not trying to be dismissive of the question. I promise you that. You know, I, I, for me, when stuff comes up in the season, I, I just got to I move on to what my, the task at hand. Now, there's not, I'm not saying there's not a human element to it where I'm, I'm concerned about – I just want everybody to be safe and their families to be safe, to be honest with you. But I know I have a job to do. And as long as I'm in the building doing my job and that's what I'm going to do, and that's, I mean, that's, that's the extent of it right there. And I'm sure Joe will answer any of the logistic questions. We'll take, we'll take two more, Lombardo and Patty. Lombardo, hey, how's it going, man? What's up? Hey, um, kind of connected to all that, how have your guys' meeting structures and everything changed in the wake of the positive test? I know that you worked virtually yesterday, but uh, that seems like it was kind of in the norm for what you guys have been doing lately. So what changes with, you know, Jason testing positive the rest of the world? 
I, I have to admit, you guys are really good now. I'm just telling you, these questions are above my pay grade. I will defer to Joe <laughs> about the anything logistical. I, I'm here doing my job, and I'm coaching football. So I hope everybody – good question, though. That's the third time, but good. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sorry, man. That's why I'm going to defer to Joe on that one. All right. <laughs> Last one here, Patty. Hey, Coach, how are you? What's up? I promise I won't ask you another attack on that. Um, I do want to go back to something you said before about the Cleveland uh, Nick Chubb. Is it fair to say, and this is no disrespect to the other running games that you face, but they have a pretty powerful one-two punch. Does that kind of keep you up at night a little bit, figuring out how you're going to slow those guys down? Well, you know, you guys have gotten to know me a little bit. There's a bunch of stuff that keeps me up at night, but that run game, when you put on that tape and you watch what happened, between Baltimore and Cleveland on Monday night, combined nine uh, rushing touchdowns. That's going to keep me up for until I don't know how good my Christmas is going to be. I'm thinking, you know, but um, like, honestly, yes. I mean, I, but it's not just that. It's also the quarterback, the receivers, you know, Landry. I mean, they're the O-line. They got they got a lot of good players. And then we, we didn't even talk about the tight ends as receivers. So, but Yes, Chubb is a good player. They got a bunch of good players. The coaching staff, I mean, I talked about, I talked about Chad, but the head coach slash OC, I mean, they, they do a great job. They do a great job, and you can see it really on the tape. The, their toughness shows up. They're, they're, um, they're well coached in terms of how everything is packaged, and they're really playing to their strengths. So, like, to me, when you're thinking about offense, that's what makes it tough. You know, the run game marries with the play action. The play action and the boot marry with the stretch with the stretch run game. The third down, they're getting the ball to the guy they need to get the ball to. I mean, like, so, like, to me, they're playing to their strengths. They're playing to the people they have. And, and then, you know, obviously they can hand the ball off and get whatever, whatever he's averaging, 5.2 a carry. I mean, I mean, that's pretty nice. That's a pretty good um, um, thing to have right there for them.